This episode is brought to you by TheBabaTradingCo.com. Every journey begins with a bag you pack. The men's rise bag is smart, sleek, and sophisticated. Let us help lighten the load. Visit us now at TheBabaTradingCo.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-B-A TradingCo.com. Today on the Chat and Chew Show. A long time, honestly. And I just didn't want to seem thirsty. How about that? That's the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And so, so was I thirsty? You were thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It worked, it worked out for right. you. <laughs> Voice and Sheila Dickerson are intentionally living God's roadmap for marriage, serving God, each other, and others. They met in 2012 after both had experienced failed marriages. Today on the Chat and Chew Show, we find out what Sheila and Cloyce mean when they say that every decision, every wrong turn, and every detour led them to and prepared them for each other. This beautiful couple says that having time to reflect on previous decisions made over the prior 20-ish years allowed them to see that having God at the center of their marriage and being intentional was going to be the key. Cloyce and Sheila married on January 1st, 2018, committing themselves to God, to each other, and to being intentional. Their marriage ministry, Intentionally Yours, promotes being purposeful, proactive, and conscious about the choices married couples make every day. And you are in for a heartwarming time, Chat Tribe, as we dive into that intentional kind of love. And welcome to the Chat and Chew Show. My name is Betty. And I'm Roxanne. And we say this every week. You guys, I really mean it. We are super thrilled that you clicked on the Chat and Chew Show. Woohoo! I wish I, Roxanne, I wish I had confetti. Go like this. I know. We need to get confetti. I know. Like, I'm we'll see. Yes. We'll see. We're Chat and Chew confetti. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys know, the Chat and Chew Show has been designed to empower you to do your relationships better. Today we have a couple of guests who are friends with our producer. And you guys know we have a new producer, uh, Miss Danisha Norwood-Smith. Actually, I should call her Coach Danisha, who is also asked the coach. They are good friends of hers and we're super thrilled to have them today. They have a great story that you don't want to miss. So snuggle up with your cup of whatever you're drinking, your hot cup, your cold cup, and, uh, Relax and enjoy our show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back. As Betty mentioned, we have a great episode, as we always do, but I am personally excited about this one because, um, as y'all know, I've been out in the dating streets, and they have not been nice to me <laughs> as a... Um, divorcee as well. Um, I just want to figure out how to do love, like how to do it well. So I want to just welcome to us to the show a special couple, Cloyce and Sheila. How are you? Fantastic. We're good. Thank you for having us this morning. Good thank to be you with for, us. Thank you for joining us and and fixing all of my problems with relationships in <laughs> in like less than a half an hour. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> So I just, Cloyce and um, Sheila, you guys have a ministry, Intentionally Yours. 
Um, and I just want to go back before we get into the ministry and just talk about, uh, I don't know how we can do this, but each, each of your journeys, because you're both, both divorced, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I just want to hear, um, like post-divorce, just how did you meet each other? How long was it before you met each other? All of that. Okay. So, um, gosh, I, uh, I was married for about 20 years actually. And, um, decided, you know, at, at the point that I decided to leave that, you know, I had, I had had enough. I, I, I deserve better. I deserve more. Um, and so divorced, um, and well, let's see, let, okay, let me, let me go back. Um, we met, um, in actually, oh my gosh, today. do do you know what today <laughs> is? Hello. Oh, today is our, the anniversary of the day we met nine years ago. What? Isn't yes. that special? Oh my God. And today we're doing this interview. So, wow. so we met at, uh, at, at the time it was 2012, uh, our then mayor, uh, Kevin, Johnson had a uh, inaugural um, watch for uh, Obama's second term. And so um, we, I went to, you know, some girls, some of my girlfriends um, were like, well, we should go. We, you know, well, let's, let's, let's go on and, and, and check it out. Um, I had been separated probably for about a year and just kind of wanted to just be free and just, you know, gosh, I need, you know, I need to get my mind right, get, you know, get centered again. Um, didn't really, I didn't really feel like I wanted to be in a serious relationship, but I knew that I wanted to, you know, to be in a relationship, but I certainly wasn't thinking about like marriage again, or just looking for anyone. And so, you know, we'll go to this, um, this inaugural, this watch, uh, election watch, excuse me, and, um, you know, I saw him off to the side, he, you know, had his suit on and he was very handsome and, you know, debonair, but I, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not looking for anybody, but yeah, that's a nice looking, that's a nice looking man. And, um, I'll let you pick it up for a minute. You, he you he, know, like, he you likes like, to, he you likes know, you're to, making me blush, right? He, <laughs> he likes to tell this part of the story. So I'll well, give it to well I mean. I think I need to back up and because she was asking, you know, where we were and how we got to this point. Okay. Okay. So, um, I had also been divorced or was going through a divorce after having been with, um, my ex for about seven or eight years. And it was maybe seven or eight months. Um, not maybe been long, longer than that, maybe about a year after, um, we had divorced that this opportunity came about uh, with Kevin Johnson. I live maybe about 30 miles away from downtown. Love Kevin, wanted to support him and um, ultimately decided I was going to go to this, this watch party. And it, for the first time in my entire life, I had not been in a relationship following the breakup of one relationship. So I was wow. going from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. And I saved him. Yes. 
I <laughs> saved him. I saved him from himself. Um, <laughs> so it had been, you know, close to a year. I've been by myself. I wasn't dating. Didn't, you know, as a matter of fact, I was wondering if, you know, I'd ever meet a woman that really grabbed my attention. But my headspace was just not there for that year. And, um, you know, it, it, was, it was actually pretty good. When you have an opportunity to be by yourself, you really have the chance to look at you and not look at what somebody else has done to you or the mistakes that um, may have caused the destruction of your relationship or your marriage. And, um, you know, it was really a dark time um, because you really have to take an opportunity to assess who you are and the things that you've done to really wreck a relationship or uh, a marriage. Mm -hmm. So I, I was planning on going to this party and showing my face and immediately leaving. And um, I got there and uh, I was talking to Kevin Johnson's lawyer at the time and I happened to turn my head and saw this beautiful woman and that spark hit and for the first time in more than a year I really saw a woman that there was some immediate attraction and I'd seen other attractive women before but there was something about her that had drawn me in and and I'm not typically one to go over and talk to a woman but she was standing with a bunch of her girlfriends mm -hmm. there was an opening I knew one of the girls in the group <laughs> so I walked over and had a conversation with the, the woman that I knew um, and basically let everybody else in the group knew, know. And there was about, what, five or six women? Mm -hmm. There's about five or six women there, but I wanted everybody to know, look, I'm coming over here and I want to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we exchanged numbers. Um, oh, no, I didn't. Mm. He gave me his card. That's exactly right. Right. And uh, we realized that we lived in the same neighborhood and we still, and we also worked out at the same gym. And so he was like, well, maybe we can work out together. I was like, okay, that sounds okay. Okay. Um, well, that workout never happened. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> that workout never happened. I called her. Well, no, she, I was waiting for her call. And after day three, I was like, hmm, I didn't get a call from that woman. I'm going to track her down. So I called the girlfriend that I knew and said, hey, can you get me the phone number of your girlfriend? This was three days. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, wait, day one, I'm not getting a phone call. Day two, I'm not getting a phone call. I, I didn't day want, three. You know, I didn't want to seem like, you know, all like. Anyway, yeah. I, I had to track her down. And, <laughs> um, you know, it still took her another two or three days to call me after I had to track her down and send a message to her girlfriends and tell her to call me. But um, she finally did, we connected and it's been magic ever since. Well, it hasn't been magic ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby. <laughs> no, no, before, you, before you guys move on, I wanna hear especially when you are not teenagers anymore, you know, teenagers, you date one way. And then, you know, when you're adult, so you saw her. So the way that you approached her was just, 
Well, I mean, what'd you say to her? What, if somebody who's listening who wants to do, do you say, take my card? I mean, what'd you say to her? Like, well, you know, it, it was really, it was really about finding something that we could mutually connect on. And we were talking about the area in which we lived in. And she opened up and said she works out at Family Fitness, which is the same gym that I work at out at. And so I was like, okay, that's an opening. <laughs> there it is. Okay. There it is. That's your opportunity to say, hey, let's connect and work out at the gym. And it was really nothing, you know, there was no suave, debonair line. Okay, it was okay. just, hey, um, love to connect with you. Maybe we can work out and have some coffee and, you know, try and get to know each other a little bit. And, mm -hmm. and so what that made, out, never happened. Did you wait so long, so long to call? Yeah. Well, I did not want to give him the impression that I was overly excited. Um, she wasn't excited at all, y'all. <laughs> Five days is not excitement. <laughs> and, I, and I really, I really don't think, I mean, I was going to call. I really was, but I, I really didn't think that like three days was a long time, honestly. And I just didn't want to seem thirsty. How about that? That's the word I was looking for. And so, so was I thirsty? You were thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It, it worked out for right. you. It worked out. It worked out. Uh, yeah. So I, I just didn't want to I just didn't want to seem thirsty, I think. And and honestly, when I saw Cloyce, I thought, that's a grown man. That, wow. Okay. I and you know, I yeah, I was like, wow, he he kind of it was almost a little intimidating, just a, a little bit um, at first, because I just the way he presented was so like regal and just grown. I was like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, but what she didn't know is I'm, I'm a goofball. Right, I, and I didn't. I, I didn't. I learned that later on. <laughs> he, he's he's pretty. He's pretty cool. Um, but I so you know, it's a couple things going on for me. I didn't want to seem thirsty. I I was a little you know intimidated. Um, and I just, I needed a couple of days just to, you know, get myself together, I guess. That's something that's huge. And I, we don't have time to even talk about that. He was a grown man. Yes. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Because oftentimes, you know, women, when we see somebody, we'll take them no matter kind of where they are. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. if, he, if he's acting immature in our minds, he has potential and I can work with that, you know. Some for some women, he's breathing. I can work with that, <laughs> you know. For you to look at him and to say he's a girl, that's a whole nother show. I didn't want to pass that up. That was, but, but you know what? Men do the same thing. Uh, it's not just a, a woman thing, um, men do the same thing. I mean, we see a woman and she has maybe one or two qualities that we like, and we forget about those other 30 qualities that really are a deficit that can cause the destruction of a relationship and um, even your own self-esteem. So it, it goes both ways. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's interesting. And then for the both of you, because um, the close I heard you say, there's just something about her when you saw her. Um, later, did you discover what that was? And then, and I have a second question, but I'm going to wait till after <laughs> you answer that. But did you ever- Yeah, and you know, I, I think somebody's energy you can feel right away uh, by the way they carry themselves, um, the way they respond to other people. And when you sit back and watch, 
uh, you can see the love and her love for life and the energy that she uh, exudes when she's talking to someone else. And afterwards, um, even during our first date, immediately I could feel her heart. And uh, being able to feel her heart and who she was as an individual really captured my heart and um, made me realize, look, this woman is somebody special. And, you know, we've pretty much been together ever since. Well, no, we haven't been together since that first day. We had some, we had some rocky ways in the beginning. Um, Can I share that story? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So you had asked before, you know, he kind of said it was, oh, it was, it was great from the moment we met on. But what happened was um, we went on our first date, had a great, a great, great first date. It lasted like. I mean, from noon to maybe about nine o'clock at night. And we really didn't in, intend to be with each other that day for that long. So, you know, so great day. And I knew, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, um, he's, a, he's a really, really good guy. I can see myself, you know, dating him. Um, so we went on a few more dates even after that. And then I just kind of fell off. Um, fell off. <laughs> it, it, it really and it really wasn't that long honestly it was probably about six months but we just kind of didn't what, what calendar are you talking about <laughs> i mean that's, that's long I mean, six months so so here's where i was at i knew that this was a quality man i really did i could tell that i i, I saw his heart too I, I i everything that he said about me i felt the same about him but i just wasn't like I wasn't like ready. I was, you know, out of coming out of this 20 year marriage. Um, I was, had been kind of like, you know, dating a few other people just kind of, you know, I, it's 20 years. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of out wow. there a little bit, wow. <laughs> but I, I just knew that if I was going to, I just felt, you know, intuitively that, if I was going to deal with him, that I needed to be right. I needed to have my, my mind right. I, it just, it was something about him that let me know that this could be, this could be something really special. And I didn't want to like mess that up. I didn't, you, are, you are an alien. I don't know any woman <laughs> who found a treasure and say, well, let me get myself together first before I collect this treasure. I, I don't, I don't know, Roxanne, am I like wrong? Well, okay, I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I just feel like a lot of people feel like they don't meet that guy. So I'm actually curious about like, like, or oh, at least I can say I don't meet that guy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I meet the, I can work with that. So I guess I'm curious about like, what was it about? Cause that was like my second part of the question of Sheila. Like, what was it about Cloyce for you that made you feel like even after, you know, you started dating that he was just on this certain level? Like what were those characteristics? I had never met a man who um, was just so like, who, who paid so much attention to everything about me. Um, even in just that short time of, of meeting him and, you know, and knowing him, he just, just was very like intentional, honestly, about just my, what I liked, um, 
what I didn't like. Um, just, he's just, just into me, just, just so very into me. And, you know, he, his mannerisms, his, you know, he opened the door for me. Um, just a good man. I, I could see that. Um, a man who family was very important to him. And for me, family is very important to me. And so we could, we were able just to connect on a lot of different levels, but it, it was just the way he made me feel. Honestly, well, I, I, I have it, to ask, were you in an abusive relationship mm -mm. before? I mean, not, not physically abusive, but how do I describe it? I was in a relationship that, um, <clears throat> I guess I will say took a toll on me uh, mentally. Um, I guess I, I guess I can share like just a little bit of my life. I you know I I married my high school sweetheart and we um, when at the point at which we decided to get married, he uh, there was another child that was another woman was pregnant at the same time as I, and so I went through that relationship. Uh, really and, and it was young I was young I was 22 when I got married and just having to deal with um just the way he was in the relationship with the other mother and it was this triangle and it was years of just wanting to have a marriage and wanting my children to be raised with their with their father the same my parents are still married after 52 years um but but that whole situation was challenging for me it was you know he was cheating you know throughout that relationship and it was it was hard on me and yeah. so to finally break free of that uh was it was freeing for me um and then to 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 find this beautiful soul who just I mean I I knew that God sent him to me and it took 30 years for him to to get to get to me but I, I knew it was God I did yeah. so but do you okay. feel like because I know I hear some people say like when they get someone that is really good they're just like I don't want to mess this up like was it like that feeling and yes it was yeah it was it, it, and so I, you know in that six months in that six month period I just was like I need to make sure I am right and I am and I am ready to receive what I think God is trying to do and give me and and do in my life mm -hmm. and and so here here we go so six months later here i come i show up again <laughs> hey, hey hey i'm back i'm back <laughs> hello and so you know i you know i was like hey do you think we can go out you know i'd like i'd like to invite you on a date so we you know he obliged me went on a date with me and um he actually had kind of gotten into a another uh, relationship. No, it wasn't a relationship. It wasn't a relationship. It was dating. Okay. Sorry. It was dating. He was dating. So he, so I invited him. So we went out and then I had also invited him to a concert that was happening about a month later. Frankie Beverly. Frankie Beverly and Mays. Hey, right. So, <laughs> and that's and Frankie Beverly and Mays is special yeah. to me because I, I had not missed the, a concert that they've had in the last like 20 years. So anyways, so he tells me that he's going to, he said, I want to be honest with you and let you know I'm, I'm traveling, he travels for work and I'm going to Hawaii and I'm, I've asked someone to join me. Oh, 
oh, okay. So I kind of had to <laughs> fix my, I had to fix myself. I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, okay. You mean to tell me you're not, you know, in that same space and wanting to just, you know, be with me? Okay. The rules of engagement. The rules of engagement have changed. So he, so I appreciated his honesty. So, but he said, well, we, you know, but I'm going to Hawaii in a couple of days so we can, you know, we can hang out and I just, but I just want you to know what's going on. So he goes to Hawaii and he calls me and he says, Hey, listen, um, he had the nerve ladies to tell me, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm not going to be able to go to the concert with you. Um, I'm, you know, I'm here with this, with this woman, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to go to the concert with you, but if you can't find someone to go with, I'll pay for my ticket. I did not say if you can't find anybody to go with. That's I knew you, you could find somebody to go with. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, okay, no, no, that's fine. Never mind. It's okay, really. <laughs> you know, got off the phone, had to pick my face up off the ground. I was like, dang. And I really felt like, gosh, that was. I, 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 that was a missed opportunity for me. I, I, you know, in, in, in my hiatus of six months, I, I, I may have missed out on a, a good thing that I really felt like God had, you know, would, had sent to me, but I was like, well, you know what, that's what I get. That's, you know, but at the same time, I needed to, I needed to be right. I needed to be in a good, good place. So I wanted to show up the way that I was supposed to show up. Mm-hmm. So we didn't talk for about three months. So now we're on nine months, y'all. Okay, we're on nine. <laughs> That's okay. And my birthday is in September. And so he uh, sent me a text message a week after my birthday, mind you, saying happy birthday. I was like- Man, your stories are never accurate. I, it was accurate. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I was like, thanks, you know, and kind of left it at that couple more months went by and he reached out and he asked me, um, could we have lunch? And he said, this is what got me ladies. He said, I miss my friend. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And I felt, I felt that I really did. I felt that. And I said, you know what, that particular day I couldn't have lunch. Um, but we did, uh, set up a date. Um, probably about a week later, and from that point on, it's been it's been good. It I, I, I want to back up to a question that, that Betty asked about um, you and and finding somebody quality. Um, one of the reasons why I told her that I didn't want to go to the concert was I didn't want there to be any drama between her and the woman that I had been dating at that time. Or I didn't want to lie to her and have that impact and opportunity that we may have later on. Because I also felt she was quality. Mm-hmm. And she deserved to know the truth. And if I could not be um, just straight up and forward with her and let her know what the real deal was, it would damage any opportunity that we might potentially have in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew at some point we would circle back to each other and have an opportunity to get to know each other even better than, than we did at that particular point. So 
I think it was a it was a valuable time for both of us um, in understanding that that person sitting across from us is quality and mm-hmm. and we have to be right whenever we get together. Wow, wow, that is small and funny. <laughs> it started out rocky. So it hasn't been smooth. It started out rocky, but it's been good. It's it's been great for both of us. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Betty. <laughs> Oh, wait, you froze. Yeah, Betty froze. Still? Okay, okay you're back now. Yeah. Okay. We'll cut that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can cut, yeah, cut it out. Cool. All right, so you guys got married. I'm sorry, my stay. Unstable. Yeah, it's because it, it freezes off and on. Am I still freezing? No, you you, you, you can now. Okay. All right. So you guys are married now. And how long have you been married? Uh, January 1st will be four years. Oh, okay. We, so we decided on uh, 1-1 so that he would never forget his anniversary. <laughs> she made it real easy on me, y'all. Real easy. I, you know, I have to pull out the calendar. I don't have to do none of that. Yeah. But really, honestly, uh, one one uh, for me uh, and him, I, I believe, just signified a new year, beginning. a new beginning. Yeah. And that's why we chose that date. That is good. A, a lot of things that I think we've done as we're older and more mature, we wouldn't have necessarily thought about when we were younger. Um, just because life has so many things coming at us and uh, life is moving so fast. I think one of the advantages that Sheila and I have is that we were much more seasoned um, when we met each other. Mm -hmm. And because we had that life experience, it made it a little bit easier for us to move forward um, and really be intentional about, you know, taking care of our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was wondering too, what did Ready look like? Because I feel like you both... I know, Chloe, you were talking about just like clearing out space so that you're not lying or you're not, you know, starting anything that would be um, drama filled. Um, but Sheila, you took that break and you felt like, okay, now I'm ready after six months. What does ready look like for people? Because I think most people are focused on, I just need that person in my life. And they're so focused on getting that other person that they don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to get in touch with yourself and say, am I in the right space? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think ready for me just meant um, I'm. I, hmm, let's see, how can I say this? <laughs> okay, so ready for me, ladies, meant just like I had. I had been in a, a marriage for twenty years, and I really didn't like even feel like I knew myself. Um, I kind of got lost in, you know, my, my ex-husband, I got lost in uh, my children. I got lost in just really just taking care of everyone else um, and not taking care of Sheila. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, you know, I, I probably was, um, you know, de- depleted, you know, my en- energy was just depleted. Uh, and I didn't have really any, anything else to give. And so 
being ready for me was just, you know, building myself up, pouring into myself, um, making sure that I was happy, that I'm a whole person, I guess is, is a good way to say it, so that I could be whole with someone else. Mm. Um, and so I, I think that's how I would describe that. So you know what's strange about that whole thing, because it's the first time I've heard you say that. You said you were depleted, but her energy still exuded love. And I'm not saying love towards me. I'm just saying love of life, love of people, love of everything around her. I, in my 50 plus years, <laughs> I don't know if I've met a more positive individual when it comes to um, just life in general. Um, she always has a positive spin on everything. I mean, it can be, it can be something horrible, but she'll find the good in it. And you can see that in her. Um, and when you say you're depleted, that never showed up with me. Um, she always seemed like she was full. And when I say full, she was full of life. And, you know, you don't find a lot of people that are full of life um, and full of life in a positive manner. So it was, it was something that was very attractive to me um, in her. Yeah. So um, to, to wrap up the show, would there be advice you would give to uh, a person who is like a Roxanne who is looking for love? <laughs> well, I, you know, Roxanne, I would say, you know, just again, make sure that you are showing up uh, authentic, that you are, um, that you're whole, that, you, you know, your spirit is is intact that um, that you have God in your life that 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 God is the your source and your guide and and that you are you know you're looking to meet someone who matches what you bring um, and you don't settle for anything less than that. And where do you find those people? <laughs> well, you know. Not they not at <laughs> they're they're out there. They really are out there. The, your your person is out there. There is someone for everyone. It, it you you attract what you what you what you what you are. And if you are broken, you're going to attract a broken person. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said you have to make sure that you are like completely you know healed and you've done the work on yourself in order to attract what um what you would like what you desire and for me this this gray hair y'all this is god spanking um <laughs> this is called god spanking and, and really um i tried to do things my way for my entire life and and i've always been in the church i've always been uh, god fearing but I wasn't God fearing enough not to do the things that I wanted to do. Um, and I had my own plan instead of sitting back and allowing God to guide my pathway. And him guiding my pathway was really sitting at home for that year and not dating and really understanding who I am, um, where I made mistakes, what God wanted for my life and taking accountability. Um, that accountability really allowed me to be somebody different and show up different in this relationship. Mm -hmm. 
if I hadn't had that time by myself and I hadn't had that introspection, um, and, and it, it was ugly. Uh, I'll tell you, it was ugly. There were some days I didn't want to look at me in the mirror. Um, but those days were the foundation of our, um, of our relationship, our marriage, um, of course, with God being the head. Um, but he was the one who, who had me sitting at home and looking at me um, and not trying to go out and satisfy, you know, my hunger on the inside for things that uh, were not going to lead me to the same outcome that we have today. Mm-hmm. Wow. I got a good man, y'all. <laughs> no, but I love that. You got- and I got a good woman. So we are, we are at peace. Um, God is, has worked wonders in our lives. Um, we're happy that we're able to share our story with other people. And um, hopefully our vulnerability and stating some of the things that we've been through um, can help somebody else. Um, we've had a road that's been fraught with challenges for both of us. But at the end of the day, God has led us to each other and um, we're being intentional about this marriage till death do us part. Nice. I'm telling you guys are such a beautiful couple. Um, oh, <laughs> and I, but I love like the story because it's, it, your stories mirror each other in a way that you both just were able to take that time alone, which people don't want to like tough it out through. Like people, nobody wants to be alone or feel lonely and just deal with themselves. And, but at that time just allowed you to be, you know, vulnerable with each other to be positive when you did see each other and then very intentional about, you know, what you wanted and also what you wanted for the other person. And it just seems, I don't know, it's like, it's such a beautiful story and it's very inspiring because it wasn't perfect when you got, when you got together either. And so um, this is, it's encouraging to hear. So thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. You're welcome. So are you guys on social media? We are. We are. So uh, where they can find you uh, so we are uh we're on instagram and facebook under intentionally yours and it really is a platform for us to share with couples um just how to be intentional in their relationships marriages uh really the focus is on god um primarily and and we like to you know share how to how to be intentional in your relationship and it was it was something that Sheila said to me when we were going through our premarital classes. Uh, she said, I'm, I'm only going to do this if you're willing to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And um, it stuck with us and we have been intentional in our marriage in relationship since that very day. Um, whether it's reading a devotional every day uh, together or just making sure we have a date night or you know, things that would continue to make sure that our marriage is strong and it's a choice. Um, you know, we can wake up one day and we may not like each other, but we make the choice to be here in this marriage and continue to uh, be intentional about doing the things that, that serve the other person. Wow, that is good. Good, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much. And Roxanne, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Yeah, sure. You can definitely find us on Instagram and Facebook at Chat and Chew Show. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button wherever it may be. And also hit the bell if you want to get notifications um, about our new episodes. 
other than that, thank you so much for joining us. And see you next time. Thank you for having us. This episode is brought to you by the Chat and Chew Company, host Betty Jones and co-host Roxanne Brew. Today's producer is Danisha Norwood-Smith. Original theme music by Elwood Jones and Roxanne Brew.